couple of quick thoughts about the Taron Thomas situation. There's a new Collingwood captain. My name's Seb from Tovro's Back. I'm going to give you my thoughts on a few of these issues, starting with Taron Thomas. Now, we look at footy from the fans' perspective across the whole competition, all 18 clubs. But true to my heart, I am a diehard North Melbourne supporter, paid-up member, and this one stings. We had a really rough 2022, pretty rough 2021. Uh, there was a bit of hope having Clarko come in. Then there was controversy around him. He's back. Uh, the boys have been training well. Everyone's flying, of course. How could you not be flying in an AFL preseason? I was actually pretty excited because they started putting Taron Thomas across half-back in some of the match sim. And that's something I've been screaming for the old coaching staff to do. Make a change. Play someone in a different spot. Uh, and now these allegations have come out and they're mounting up. Now, if it was just one, you would sort of be able to say, well, it's two different versions of events. He said, she said, did he do it, didn't he do it? You know, it's a little bit harder to sort of determine. There are multiple women coming forward saying he sent abusive text messages. Um, obviously, there is a charge pending for, for threatening to distribute uh, an image. And it's just pretty disgusting behaviour. Now, people talk allegedly and you know, there's a court proceedings. We can't talk and comment and all that sort of stuff. Uh, for legal reasons, I get it. I wouldn't condemn someone if I didn't know whether they had or hadn't done the thing we're talking about. Uh, I guess put myself in the four walls at North Melbourne, I'd be able to sit down and have a chat with him and find out how he's going, where things are at, did it happen, what's your version of events, did you do it? Um, if I felt he was lying, can we see your phone? Like, can you show us that you didn't do it? Um, of course, messages could be deleted. It's pretty easy to prove. If the women have the message that was sent, they have it. You can't really deny that you didn't send it. Then you've got to go down the whole route of, oh, my mates have my phone, I lost my phone, someone else picked it up and sent Like, all that sort of stuff, which doesn't really wash. I think the club got their initial response wrong. Great to say we're going to stand by him united. Um, but the club should have had this information available. They didn't really read the room. Uh, one thing I'm proud of is once, uh, within 24 hours, they realised that they hadn't read the room at all and then decided to read the room and actually get him to stand down from the club and spend some time away from the club. I think it's going to be good for him and it's better for the club. We don't need that distraction at the club. This distraction is still going to be there. There's going to be questions about it, but at least he's not at the club training, doing all that sort of thing. The right decision there what happens with the allegations and everything else the afl will do their investigation depends what the afl wants to come out of it uh they are obviously it's a boat race they'll have an outcome in mind they're going to try and navigate towards it to come out of it as squeaky clean as they possibly can rightly or wrongly that's how they operate uh just look at the clarks and fagan stuff once the afl was saying they were running the investigation some of the people involved decided it wasn't an independent review or independent investigation and they're probably right and they didn't want to be a part of it so we may never really know what's happened there but that's obviously what was sort of in the past but it's in the present still because we we're still waiting on some news some outcome there and, and the AFL will just drag their feet as they tend to do but this is really disappointing from a football point of view You've got a really young talented kid clearly talent um Hard work beats talent every day of the week, and you can see that. But um, his career could be lost. He may not play at North Melbourne again. In fact, if he start come out as being true, there's a high chance he will never play for the club again, which is sad. But uh, the club's got to come first. No individual's bigger than the club. 
he's still uber talented. I could see him getting another shot, take him into state, get him out of the Melbourne bubble, even though there's not a huge one around North Melbourne. Uh, it's just disappointing to see a player with that sort of level of talent sort of go down this path. And, and he obviously had some interruptions and issues last year, family member passing. I uh, was out drinking in the Gold Coast, driving on a suspended licence. You know, there's quite a few lapses in judgment, is what you call it in the AFL world. Uh, but just poor decisions from a young man who, rightly or wrongly, they come out of school and go straight into footy, and that's where they're supposed to be taught how to act. And this isn't defending the behaviour, but North Melbourne, not a great club to learn things at the last couple of years. Um, doesn't defend the actions, but just as a general thing, it gives you some more context around things. Um, and Jason Horn Francis will probably back that up, you know, as an example. But uh, I guess thoughts are with the victims here, and we certainly don't want to see this type of behaviour. If it turns out to all be false and money grabs, well, that's just disgusting too, but we just have to wait and see and, and let it play out. Uh, when these things come out, there's a right, there's people who jump to one side, people who jump to the other. Generally, you land somewhere in the middle as to where things uh, ultimately unfold, but just on the basis of so many different uh, instances and, and victims and people coming forward, you sort of have to believe that there's more to it and, and expect that to come out. So um, we'll let that play out, but a disappointing sort of bit of news to, to start the year. Moving over to Collingwood, Darcy Moore announced as the next captain. Darcy and his father Peter are the fourth father-son combo to captain the same club, which is pretty cool. Uh, he wasn't my first choice. I would have had Braden Maynard um, from the outside, but I'd still think he's a worthy choice and, and he'll be a fine leader. They've got a big year. You know, They won't be able to run around and have the target on everyone else's back. So there'll be a target on their back for the way they played. Um, they do like to let you know about it, not just the fans, but the club in general. So there'll be some of those other clubs who, like a Carlton, who were pipped agonisingly close. I think I've seen a club miss the eight by anything more, anything less. But uh, Carlton will be coming for them. There'll be a host of clubs coming for them, and that's a different spot to be in. I think they're in for a good year. My query on them is winning so many close games last year. Some of those won't go their way this year. And where does that leave you? It takes you out of the top four, and then you get a tougher schedule. Could it take you out of the eight? I don't know. I guess I won't be surprised to see them in the top four this year like I was last year. I was really surprised they finished there. This year, won't surprise me if they can back that up. Also love the way the coach has got them running, and, and don't think that will change in the in the near future. What I was really thinking about with Darcy Moore is he's a centre-half back. Um that's his, I guess, his traditional position. He effectively will play on a man, but they want him to roam off. They want him to be a bit of a general down there. And I actually think if I had a choice, that's where my captain would play. Now, you've got to pick the best leader for the job, and they don't always play down back. Sometimes they're key forwards, sometimes they're midfielders. Not really wingers or pockets. For a centre-half back or, or a roaming defender, I guess you call them now. Um, we're sort of in year of positionless footy in a lot of ways. They... If the team's going poorly, they're playing loose down back. They can have an impact. They can go and try and intercept. They can double-team the forward who's you know, kicked three goals. They can go and sit in the hole against them. They can have an impact. If the team's playing really well, they're going to sit behind the ball, set things up, make sure things keep going well. You know, They've got that voice. Very different to a key forward. is the complete opposite. If things are going poorly, you can't leave your post because you're needed there. If the ball does come out and there's a quick kick, you know, you've know, got to keep some semblance of structure. If the team's going really well you're just trying to get on the end of it the captain's not so needed much 
the captor's not needed as much in that scenario. If it's not coming down there, what can you do? When it does come down there, it's a mung kick. There's two defenders. It comes out the other side just as quick as it went in. So it's really tough if you're a key forward. If you're a mid, one of the tricks, if you're having a rough day yourself or the team is, you try and whip down back, get some easy ball, get some easy kicks, and that gets you into the game, and then the team starts following you into it. Um, you can hit the centre bounce hard. You can hit the next contest hard. You're always around the ball playing as a mid. So uh, there's little bit more flexibility there but I just think that key defender with the voice and then the size and the, the ability to impact contests and things like that I just think is is the ideal spot you got Nick Maxwell captain Collingwood to a premiership uh, as a defender you've got Tom Harley uh, I think Tom Stewart would be a great choice at Geelong now in a similar sort of mold um, you know there's lots of defenders who have been great captains and leaders Luke Hodge is the one that kept slipping my mind uh, but he's obviously one of the greatest captains of all time in one of the greatest teams of all time so uh, I just got me thinking about that but love to hear other people's thoughts on where the best spot for a captain is to play all right that's it short and sharp today but thanks for coming along that's it short and sharp uh, thanks for checking us out we are bringing you footy from the fans perspective we are going to get right back into things as footy season starts to heat up with our usual unique takes on the sport um, please if you can share this with a friend subscribe give us a like comment all that sort of stuff it really goes a long way it's just seven weeks till the first bounce i cannot wait and i hope you're there with us